welcome to Dietitian Boss. My name is Libby Rothschild. I'm the CEO and founder of the Dietitian Boss Method. Our company is here to help you get started in private practice even before you think you're ready. I've created a proprietary process to help you increase visibility, create organic content, enroll clients into an offer, and learn sales skills that don't even feel salesy. Listen every week to your colleagues as they're being interviewed and we chat about their progress and success from when they got it started from zero to all the way to creating million-dollar businesses and beyond. Hello and welcome. I'm here today with Heather. She's a coach here at Dietitian Boss, and we coach together for our clients in our mastermind program in Rebellion. Heather represents mindset, among other things, and I'm so happy to have her here today talking about a very important topic that many of our clients have been asking lately. So welcome to today's episode, Heather. Hi, thanks, Libby. I'm so grateful to be here and helping support our Dietitian Bosses. Yeah, happy to have you. And our clients are absolutely, you know, grateful as well for all the joy that you bring up to our company and to their lives and now to our audiences. So a little bit about the topic today. What happens is often Heather and I, we have a meeting every Monday, a team meeting, and we talk about our clients' progress and make sure we're doing everything we can to help keep our clients on track and help you set goals, right? Action steps to make progress in your journey because everyone's journey is unique. Some of you are on different trajectories. What we've noticed lately as a pattern is that there's a lot of speak from you about being worried or feeling a sense of anxiety about what other dietitian professionals think and feel. Now, this topic has come up before. This is not the first time that this is being discussed here on the Dietitian Boss podcast, but we wanted to talk about it again and specifically with some of our clients who are earlier on in their journey. So for those of you who are just getting started, you're launching, maybe you're even hesitating and having second thoughts about launching. You want to, but you're one step forward, two steps back. So today's conversation is going to be specifically for you. So before we get started here with this topic about worried about what other RD professionals, dietitians think, do you have anything to add to this or any context to add to this topic since this is a pattern that we've seen? Yeah, I think the overarching context here can be the devil of comparison and trying to compare yourself to other people in your niche or even just other registered dietitians. And then there's also some common fears of criticism. Like what are my colleagues going to think if I say this in this way, or if I kind of come out of the closet with this particular belief system, when I've had to have the beliefs of the clinic or the hospital for so long. So there are a couple of layers to this particular, what are other RDs going to say, or what other RDs going to think, or how do I compare to other registered dietitians? So there's uh, different angles that this might be popping up for you if this is something that you're struggling with. Yeah. Thank you for adding that. And another thing I want to mention that's common with this topic is we see this more when you're focusing on going down your messaging or niching down. And so for our clients who are defining their stance on food freedom or their stance in relation to weight loss or anything on the spectrum of all the various nutritional outcomes that our clients help their communities with, that's really where this becomes a sticking point. And we're often so worried about being likable and we're worried about helping everyone. And I believe a lot of this stems from our fear of differentiating 
And differentiation is a principle in the dietitian boss method, because if you're speaking to everybody, you're speaking to nobody. And so that doesn't mean that you have to be so super specific and narrow, but there has to be something about what you're doing that has a clear stance. Perhaps it's controversial. If anything, it's clear. And so that's something that we see our clients struggle a lot with. So I think that this question might, it's a little bit disguised, but really what I see when folks are bringing this up is it's often tied to their frustration or resistance to narrow their messaging, which for some of our clients, that process is quicker than others. And it is a process. And so we want to open and welcome that it can take a while. And that's what we do is we work with you on your journey. I've got a seven-step framework for niching down. And it starts with first thinking about a few ideas of your specialty, your target market, and then taking an approach where you're doing some research and narrowing down your choices. But ultimately, I want to go back to that fear. I feel like dietitians often fear what other dietitian professionals are, but we have to keep in mind that other dietitian professionals are more often than not our target demographic. So if you are not reaching out to other healthcare professionals, then that's something that you want to keep in mind when you're going through the sense of fear. Anything you want to add to that? I'm sure I left out a lot. Yeah. So the other piece of that, so it can be resistance to niching down. And then if you've chosen your niche and you know what you want to specialize in, then it often comes as like, somebody's already talking about this, or this RD is already saying it in this particular way. And one of the things that has been a guiding thought for me in my life and in my business now, thanks to, I'm going to give a shout out to one of my friends and business mentors, JJ Virgin. Thank you, JJ, for your support always. She would say to us in her groups that what person buys just one cancer book or one weight loss cookbook or one, you name their problem that they're trying to solve. And that really helped me because her mindset around that being in the weight loss niche is that she should connect with and engage with other people in her niche because the chances are her audience has questions that one, maybe she doesn't answer quite the way that they are seeking. And number two, it can be a way to cross-pollinate ideas and a way to actually grow both people's audiences. So her experience and her entering to me was to always engage with people who are in a similar niche to you that and create friendships and have genuine relationships with people in your niche and then share those genuine relationships with your audiences. And then that naturally helps everybody grow, including the listener, the client, your audience helps them overcome some of the hurdles that they can't get all the solutions from just one person or one perspective but they'll often resonate more with one person and then be a more recurring customer for that one person. Yeah. And thank you for sharing that story, Heather. I think that it's a mentality. What I'm hearing is it's a mindset of abundance. And that's an Instagram post that I'll have to refeature it. It might've been from a couple of years ago. CDR has said that there's about 3,200 dietitians for every person, at least in America, right? And I think that we often forget that And it's good, right? Like you said, to connect with people inside your space and it can help you with your interpersonal skills. And people, like you said, often buy lots of resources and books and whatnot. And so it can be a good thing, but it's also something that many people struggle with. So I feel that maybe we can take a moment to talk about the mindset that it takes to get to that point. 
of abundance because we can say it, but then there's going through the framework of actually making progress to get there. Part of that is the self-awareness piece. So do you have any other tactics? I feel like we recently discussed this on another episode and it's coming back, but but it's a little bit different, right? The mindset for abundance. And so the phrase that JJ would use a lot, which is a common phrase is a rising tide lifts all boats. So that was the mindset cultivated in her mentorship and mindset that I had to embody because growing up in the medical system, there's a sense of competition. There's competition for getting the residency that you want. There's competition for getting all the placements that you desire. And you have to consciously shift from you're competing with other people to rising tide lifts all boats. And for me, to be able to shift into a rising tide lifts all boats, which is something you don't say that phrase exactly in dietitian boss Libby, but it is the culture of dietitian boss to collaborate and to help one another. And for me to shift from competition to a rising tide, really, I had to tap into, okay, what is unique about me? What is my unique voice within this space? I specialize in cancer at the time. And so what is my unique viewpoint? What is my unique voice? And how can I support other practitioners within the oncology space with this unique viewpoint? So somebody might say, oh, you should only use chemotherapy. And somebody else would say, oh, you should only use natural therapies to treat your cancer. Chemo is poison. And then I would come in and say, okay, but yeah, we can use them all together. And that was my unique viewpoint. And I see this a lot in, we help multiple dietitians in the same niche and food freedom and different people approach it in different ways. And mom's in weight loss and they're approaching how they solve that problem of gaining weight after having a baby and trying to lose it and they solve it in different ways, but there's still this opportunity for collaboration and people will resonate with one solution more than another for what works for them and their life and their personality and what's going on. And that's okay. That's the other hard part. Like you have to be okay with people not choosing you if you're going to be in a rising tide mindset and you have to celebrate when they choose your friend or your colleague that you're supporting. And you want that dynamic where they also celebrate when somebody chooses you to work with. So that is a co-mindset with who you're collaborating with too, and making sure that that mindset is clear, that it's a collaboration and not a competition. Yeah. And thank you for sharing those specific examples. We definitely hear dietitian boss value teamwork and supporting one another. And the benefit of working alongside your peers is that you can grow that mindset together and it, it helps your interpersonal skills. And you are the, you know, the first foundation and pillar in your business. And so the more you can improve on yourself and look within, identify your limiting beliefs and your feelings and thoughts, you're going to have a better chance at creating more impact and aligning with the goals that you desire to achieve. So I really appreciate you sharing that mindset and the reframes and the examples. And I think that's really powerful. And I think that that's also important. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I hope that clients and our audience listening feels motivated and inspired to hear that. I think what can be hard is that because here at Dietitian Boss, our mission and what we represent is still so uncommon, right? Owning a practice, only 8% of dietitians own a business, according to the statistics from the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. 
And so because it's so uncommon to have a business, it creates this environment for us where we feel limited. There's a sense of scarcity. And I think that acknowledging that and then taking an approach where we're supporting one another for the idea that we're here to create more private practice operators, we're here to help more consumers who have different health outcomes. And as you mentioned, even those who have the same, we can support one another to help people directly or indirectly. It's really powerful and it makes our journey growing more enjoyable because we're building together and that's really powerful when we can do that. So I just wanted to mention that I think I speculate some of the feelings dietitians have are because we are in the minority with owning a business and it's still feeling new and awkward and that awkwardness can bring up or heighten some emotions as what I've seen. So as we wrap here with this conversation, Heather, is there anything that you want to add or anything that was missing or anything you want to sum up? I just want to encourage you to put your voice out there. I see so much need for your voice and there are so many people and only 8% of dietitians are owning their own business. I mean, there are so many people that are less qualified than you that are speaking about your topic and the public deserves to hear your well-educated, well-researched, knowledgeable viewpoint. And I just want to encourage you to take a stand and put your voice out there. You can do it. Beautiful. And then there's a quote that says something along the lines of better together. So when you're doing that and putting your voice out there, doing so with your peers and with mentors like us can help you take that action that feels so tricky and identify your limiting beliefs that you might not even realize that you have. So I just want to remind you that it's a process and we're here with you to support you through the scary feelings and the discomfort that comes with entrepreneurship and the excitement and being able to celebrate that alongside with someone who can relate in any capacity is such a special thing that we want to be able to celebrate with you. So on that note, thank you so much for listening today. And Heather and I will be back for more episodes and uh, we'll see you next time. We are so excited to offer you support in our various programs. If you identify as a beginner and you're looking to lay down the foundations, our society program might be a great fit for you. I encourage you to go to dietitianboss.com under group coaching and apply for our experience, our transformative experience based off of my proprietary system called the Dietitian Boss Method. Additionally, we offer a higher level program called Executive to help you hire and manage a staff as you expand and scale your program, whether you're offering a membership, course, group programming, private coaching, or a combination of various different offerings. We're here to help you on your journey with developing processes and implementing the operational foundation that you need to reach your goals. A lot of our clients want to work 20 hours or less a week, and we're so proud to say that we've helped them achieve that goal, and you'll hear their stories on this podcast. Make sure to stay tuned and apply if you're looking for support to get there faster and meet some colleagues along the way who share your same growth mindset.